You're listening to the Be Healthy Naturally podcast, episode number 34. Dr. Shane and Liz Watt. We are doing this podcast because we are trying to bring knowledge and education to create a new way of thinking about our health. Knowledge is the key to a happy, healthy life, and our goal is to help you live your best life. So join us and let's learn together. Hi, everyone. We want to welcome you out to the podcast today. We have Neil Schultz, who is a homeopath that um, specializes in homeopathy. So we're very blessed to be able to have you on the podcast today because there's a lot of people that don't really know about what homeopathy is and how it can benefit our life. We were able to meet Neil one time um, at a conference and he talked to us about homeopathic and with COVID and being able to get the vaccine because our son is serving a church mission for his church and they required them to get the vaccine. And we wanted to be able to see like, is there a way to counterbalance it or how can we support his body? If he had to get this, like what our path would be. And for us, it was a real blessing to be able to meet him and just know that there could be some other options out there. So Neil, thank you for coming. And and, you know, coming and speaking to our audience today, because every time we talk to anybody, we can get a div- different perspective and you're going to be able to bless people's lives in different ways. So thank you for coming today. So well, just tell us you. a little bit about yourself um, and give us kind of a little bit of background and then we'll go into some stuff on homeopathy and how it might be able to help those in the audience. Oh, that's great. I appreciate that. Thank you, Dr. Watt and Liz. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be here. So my journey into natural medicine began nearly 13 years ago. Actually, it was a little over 13 years ago with cancer with my father. When we, uh, you know how the medical field says, oh, yeah, you're going to have an 80% success with this chemo and so forth. Well, and then they pronounced him in remission. And then suddenly, what was it, 90 days later, now it's back with a vengeance. How many hundreds of times have we heard that story, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it just goes somewhere else. <laughs> so, so we began to look into natural medicine for him and we found, um, we actually had a friend who was a hero. And as I was uh, helping him through his journey, uh, he shared uh, some information with us uh, about a biochemist out of uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, which shared a particular naturopathic uh, protocol. And so that was very good. Um, Unfortunately, my father passed away, but right after that, um, I was diagnosed with a terminal cancer and given less than four or five years to live myself. Wow. So that put me into a position where they simply said, you won't be able to survive past four or five surgeries. We won't even assign you an oncologist. We're going to leave you in the care of your surgeon. The surgeon had just came in from Johns Hopkins and he said, I've seen this material before. It's very rapid growing. Um, in fact, I'm going to, we're going to do surgery next week, which we did. They pulled out six tumors. Biggest one was six inches in diameter. What kind of cancer was it? A liposarcoma. Okay. So we, um, and, and that's what addressed and got me into natural medicine. So, so before that, that you were, you had, you were a businessman, you did something else. You didn't. Yeah. I, I owned an automotive shop and had oh, really? employees and uh, was just uh, terribly busy and functioning in the automotive field. My partner and I had a 
body shop, a mechanic shop, a dealership, and a tow business. Wow. And so we were we were very, very busy. So you were just doing the business thing, something totally unrelated. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. now my passion is natural medicine, which led me to all of the education that I have. I'm a board certified naturopath. Have to be careful using that term in the state of Utah. They don't like that. So I'm not medical anyway. Let me offer that as a disclaimer. But I have achieved some pretty good certifications. I'm part of my certifications in homeopathy is um, <clears throat> homeoprophylaxis through Dr. Isaac Golden out of uh, out of uh, Australia and Silhouat Cod out of Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, homeoprophylaxis is disease prevention with homeopathy. And then cease therapy, which is undoing vaccine damage, again, from um, Dr. Isaac Golden out of Australia. So this is my passion. And I teach basically from Las Vegas to Boise, all kinds of classes and uh, try to help people plan. It was eight or nine years ago, I was prompted to gather homeopathic remedies to prepare for a pandemic, um, having a lot of different nosodes, pathogens. So I'm happy to say that I had most of the material needed to prevent or prepare for whichever term you prefer to use for this, this crazy COVID pandemic issue. <laughs> so what is then your perspective with COVID and with what's going on? Well, I think it is a pandemic. I think it's strictly good versus evil. I spoke to this end in the uh, Your Health Freedom Symposium in September when I addressed that group. And I that's what that's that's where we met you. That's where we met. Yes. Yeah. And so I, I happened to be the only one speaking that day that was speaking to this as frequency, and we just uncovered the information. We knew and we still know that the virus has not yet been isolated. So I had to speak that it was a, a frequency issue and that all of the five things that we commonly hear on the news, the virus, the mRNA, the spike proteins, the variants and the boosters are pretty much the dialogue of the controllers, whatever, whoever they may be. And that the real dialogue is all about frequency and graphene oxide and extreme lipid nanoions, which are extreme free radicals that in order to undo this thing, you need to understand what it is. So, and so these are the things that are inside the vaccine, right? Um, correct. Sorry, I better put that on silent. Here, here. <laughs> You're um, good. So the... Um, so let's go, on, let's go into each one of those a little bit. Okay, so um, I, think, I think personally that the, um, that the spike proteins are really represented by the graphene oxide. I've heard doctors, medical doctors, and everybody say that they're there, and that's fine. Uh, at the Dell Big Tree event that we were talking about previous, they, he was talking about spike proteins and how protective they are, but how they're programmed by the mRNA. And I don't necessarily believe that the mRNA is, is programming the spike proteins. I rather do believe though, and I'm not gonna say that it's against that, but I am gonna say that it is, um, it is in a situation where 
it's assembling and, and let me go out on a little bit on a limb, but it's widely known now by various people, various doctors, Dr. Madej and uh, several other people, Dr. Robert O. Young and several other people have addressed this already. So I'm not letting the cat out of the bag, but essentially what you have is you have the mRNA uh, assembling the graphene oxide by virtue of the 5G frequency, especially, but any strong frequency and thus becoming a transmitter. And so, uh, and I've proven that. I personally have a little EMF meter that makes noise when it, um, when it sees EMF transmissions. And so um, I routinely check people's arms and can most of the time, unless they've had a placebo, I can most of the time tell them which arm they've taken the jab in. Uh, because it does make noise and emits from one arm and not the other arm. And I did this just two days ago, in three days ago in my class down in St. George, where I had one of the students who had the jab and she volunteered to come up and be scanned. And so I quickly scanned her with this EMF meter and lo and behold, all of the class, all of the students could hear the emitting and how that made a difference in so what you're saying is where they got the shot it's putting out a different frequency that's that correct you can now read on a machine so that we so it's yeah. not just a whatever you want to say a medication that's going in right there's others, there's something else going on there that's so do you correct. think that that's like the graphene oxide that it's catching up because graphene you... oxide that's a chemical right uh, graphene oxide, let me give you the definition of that. I'm glad you asked that, Dr. Watt. Uh, it, is the, um, it is the strongest material known to man in a single molecular film thickness. It is a superconductor of electricity. It is magnetic and it is semi-programmable. All of those features of that material lead it to be the ideal version to inject into a body that when it is affected by 5G frequency, basically assembles itself into an antenna and begins to transmit. And that's what I have been measuring in certain people, particularly the ones, well, all of the ones who've taken the jab, yes. And the graphene oxide, that's the thing that they were really trying to hide about being in the vaccines. And then finally, somebody did something and found out that it's there and they had to come out and say, yes, it's, it's in there. Yeah, La Quinta Columna, I think, is the name of the lab in Spain that first identified it. And Dr. Jane Ruby revealed that on the Stu Peters show. And so you can go back and, and find some history in that. And I think that's great information. Since then, uh, I seen that material just before I spoke at the symposium um back in september and have been able to expand a lot on that dr robert o young has a very good uh hour and 27 minute piece i think on that which is one of the very best and he also gives a good idea how to negate that and how to control that and take care of that so that's that's what i'm concerned about and just you know, we, we have, I, I, I need to issue somewhat of a warning here and just share with people that once 5G is turned on fully, um, it, it, all of the satellites overhead that to my understanding have not been turned on yet, but when they are, and there could be, I don't know, there's several thousand of them. The number that I read this morning was 20,000, but wow. 
There are thousands of them. There's predicted to be far more than that, but there are, and they'll basically blanket the globe. This is not a U.S. thing. It's not a state thing. It's a global thing. But I do know that the FAA petitioned whoever the powers to be are and turning it on to not turn it on on January 5th as they had planned because they're having problems controlling the aircraft. So with the problem- And when you say controlling the aircraft, you're talking about controlling planes in the sky. Correct. So, yes. they're, they're, so the, the 5G right now is, effect, is having some kind of effect on airplanes in airplane travel. Well, that's what the FAA is saying. And so they have successfully delayed it. But my understanding is, is the delay is only for a period of two weeks. So if we're only delayed for two weeks and then you subject to people to up to 8.4 gigahertz or so forth of information, now you uh, where we've only get, been getting bits of pieces in a low 5G um, power output. Um, and so, but I do believe, in all honesty, my perspective, as you asked, is it's it's all frequency. That's what's been causing people to get sick. And as they prepare to turn it on fully, I believe they've been ramping it up. And that's what's causing the Omicron overload here right now. It's kind of comical to see all that, however deadly that it is. It isn't, it isn't comical what the, the, the damages that are being caused but it is comical the deception the level of deception on this is atrocious it is unbelievable well i think that's been from the beginning the, the exactly deception on everything has you know exactly. the, and the unwillingness to share correct information yeah. to update information to make sure these vaccines were done appropriately according to you know regular normalized standardized studies and how to do you know this stuff all of it's been overlapped and skipped and hushed hushed and everything else but i do think the benefit is that the people are finally starting to ask questions and so this has just made us all become more aware and just wanting to know more and why why and so i think that's really important you know what have you been able to help done to be able to help people with covid or um, after they've been able to get the vaccine, like what are the things that you have been able to help people with? Oh, that's a great question, Liz. Thank you. Um, as a naturopath, we, we all know that N-acetylcysteine and um, magnesium, bentonite clay, all of those things, uh, boron, borax, uh, baking soda, all of those things present negative ions. And negative ions are the first and foremost thing that you need to do to take away the effects of the extreme lipid nano ions that are being injected, the free radicals. Uh, it is my understanding that, we, and we all recall the nurse that went down within 15 minutes of the uh, receiving the jab on national television, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's because of the anaphylactic shock received from the polyethylene glycol, which is what the extreme lipid nanoions are, are in. And so that's danger number one. But the long-term danger, as I just mentioned a minute ago, is the, is the uh, graphene oxides. And, and of course, you're, you may be familiar with, and I forget the do German doctor's name who, was, uh, who revealed, uh, and he called it graphene hydroxide. And then I think four days after he made that video and it went viral 
Have you seen that video yet? No, I'm not sure. You're I'll see if I can find that and send that to you. But he okay. was assassinated four days after Reed's, after sending out that video. Ooh. And so that, and that was about a month and a half ago. And so I'll see if I can find that video and forward that to you. Please do. Please. He said it's impossible to take, uh, to reduce or to get rid of the graphene oxide and, um, and that it acted like a thousand razor blades going through the bloodstream, which is interesting because now we've all seen pictures of the insides of the blood vessels and they're intent intimating that those are the graphene oxides or excuse me that they are the spike proteins and i'm maintaining that those are indeed the graphene ah, oxides okay well well we've we've been told from many different sources that this really isn't a viral problem it's a blood clotting problem and 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 if, and if and if what you're saying that kind of does make sense because now you're going to have a whole bunch of blood clotting happen. That's why people have lung issues is because they have so many small micro blood clots in the lungs. And that's what's causing the issue of them not being able to breathe. I'm, I'm glad you connected those dots. That's exactly what's happening. And with my understanding, that is exactly correct. So, so what I have been able to do to answer your question directly, Liz, is as a homeopath, um, I deal in frequency medicine all day long. That's, that's what homeopathy is, right, is right. frequency medicine, no molecular materials. Well, be, so, before we go on, take two minutes and just explain homeopathy for someone who doesn't know what it is. Okay. It's just the, the basic understanding of homeopathy. Well, we know that we know that everything has its own frequency, right? Or that's what differentiates plastic from water, from wood, from iron, from any material that there is from glass. So we can, but we can take any material and we can extract the frequency of that material through special processes, not electronic processes. Homeopathy has been around for 230 years. So right. it's far, far more seasoned and recorded and documented than is modern allopathic medicine by a long ways. Well, I believe up until what, 1920, there was more homeopathy than there was standard medical. Oh, you and that's have when, history, That's correct. when uh, the uh, millionaires that, I uh, can't remember his name, the, uh, dang, he, he owned all kinds of stuff and he, and he got involved in the medical and he shut down all of the homeopathic stuff. Well, I think that was uh, Rockefeller. Rockefeller, yes, Rockefeller, to. yeah. Yeah, because he wanted to use the oil for the pharmaceuticals because that looked to be a promising industry. And of course, right. look what it's turned out to be. And within Even and within, though, like, within like two years, I think there was like 80% of the homeopathic colleges or whatever were then taken off. Or right. It, it was the 1910 Flexner report that put a negative light on homeopathy okay. in in relationship to the medical uh, colleges of the day. But yes, the first women's medical college was a homeopathic school. Uh, there's a statue of Samuel Hahnemann within sight of the White House. Uh, a whole hospital staff during World War One was totally homeopathic. There's so much history in the nation of homeopathy. We right. here in the United States were once the leader in the world in homeopathy until that 1910 Flexner report came out, funded by the pharmaceutical industry. Right. And then between the AMA, or excuse me, the AMA and the pharmaceutical industry was squelched and squashed. So now they're, they're, 
There is two, there is two different types of homeopathics though, right? There's like the frequency type. And then there's like the no sodes where you take from the actual, the actual virus, the actual like organ or that, you know. Yes. The pathogens. Let me, let me give one other incident though. Today, homeopathy is still the second largest form of medicine practiced in the entire world with over 500 million people practicing that. There's continued whole, whole homeopathic hospitals, particularly in Europe, India, Cuba, several other countries, Latin America, and so forth. So yes, you're right, Liz. Uh, and no-sodes, though, are the, are the frequencies of the pathogens, which still are, uh, are still considered homeopathy. So it's, it, it's all, we have a lot of different forms or, or facets of homeopathy where we have today a lot of totopathics, which are replicas of the um, pharmaceuticals, which I have been using one of those to with very good success to take away the effects of the jab. And interestingly enough, that's affecting people who haven't had the jab, but are hanging around those who have. And I have seen all kinds of everything from common headaches to brain fog, to migraines, to um, cycle issues with women, bleeding issues, nosebleed issues among teenagers, and particularly a lot of anxiety issues. Mm-hmm. Um, in our class on Thursday night, I administered a uh, a particular totopathic to a woman and her comment was, you know, I, I feel good when I go home, but I haven't felt this good um, in over two months. And that and was she felt that pretty months. instantaneously. Yeah. Usually homeopathic isn't like that instantaneous. Well, actually homeopathy is quite rapid because it's because okay. it's a frequency it enters the body immediately. And when it's given, when it's the right remedy chosen at the right potency, then it affects the body immediately. Several instances we know of where headaches uh, that have been treated over the counter stuff or whatever have disappeared within seconds after taking the proper uh, homeopathic remedy or dose. But I have a little over 400 people on this particular protocol here now with tremendous success, about 98% success so far. And so what is this protocol used for that you have? Well, I fit, it fits four different categories. First of all, the people who haven't taken the jab, but know they're going to be around those who have, which is 50, 60, 70% of our population, depending upon the crowds you travel in now. And so they're wanting some protection against that transmitting the transmitting that I described to you earlier, which is affecting them. Then we have the people who have already been affected by the transmitting who want some relief from those symptoms that I just got through describing everywhere from headaches to uh, all kinds of women's cycle issues, a lot of women's cycle issues, and a lot of men's uh, prostate issues as well. So that's category number two. Category number three is uh, the people who've taken the jab, but it probably was a placebo where they're not having any effects yet or they're having minimal effects. Um, I did the the woman that I scanned uh, in class on Thursday night um, said she hadn't really noticed any adverse reactions, but she was emitting or transmitting. So we do know that it does make a difference 
with her, but she wasn't feeling it, but yet she was manifesting. So that's category number three. I've taken the jab, but I'm not manifesting adverse reactions. And then of course, category four is I've taken the jab and I am mad for manifesting adverse reactions. One of my clients right now is, uh, after taking the two Pfizer's, has uh, found that his body is magnetic. Um, he sent pictures to me showing me that magnets are sticking to his forehead, to his chest, and then, of course, to the injection site. And then there's more details. See, that. and that's, that kind of went viral for a little while, but then they, yeah. tried, to, they tried to shut it down in terms yeah. of you know, the hokiness and all that kind of stuff. Well, I've seen that physically and, uh, and I've seen effects of that. So uh, I did speak with him yesterday and uh, he is seeing some release of that and, and he is seeing his brain fog lifted. Another client that I uh, met with on my way down uh, to St. George, by the way, um, had, had his job hours reduced because his employer had recognized that he was no longer mentally capable of dealing with his job, which was a sales job. So he needed to be sharp over the phone. And they said, you're not able to handle this anymore. We need you to, we're, we're going to cut your hours back. Oh, and wow. so he called me out of desperation. I gave him this formula as well. And then uh, he called me three days later and said, I can't believe it. I, I, this is changing my life already. Nice. And, and the reason now he hadn't taken the jab, but his wife had. Mm. So once again, the close so it was like that, that term shedding or whatever they call the term transmitting. Yeah. Transmitting is accurate, but I often ter- oftentimes refer to it as shedding because that's what people relate to. Right. right. So when we, when, so for our son Brax, we did a combination of multiple things we did your, we did your um, homeopathics. We had him do a water fast for five days. We had to, to help with what's called autophagy so that basically the cells wouldn't be replicating. So it wouldn't transfer, it wouldn't travel. We did um, the apple pectin. Apple pectin. We did quite a few other things, but the stuff that you had, I know that there was four things that we got from you. There was two that were kind of to help you. So you either don't get COVID or you have a, a not an issue with it. And then one was for after, if you did actually have the inject the injection which we have not but he had to get it in order to, to go to columbia correct yes now the first things that you referenced is called my viral prep kit now i do have six thousand people on that protocol right now uh over the past 21 months of distribution through um two different schools my own students my own classes and then of course uh, I encourage them to use it as a practitioner to take care of their friends and families as well. Mm-hmm. So out of 6,000 people, um, this is a very small number, but there, there's been very few known active cases because of that. So the prevention measures in that is very good. Even though that's directed to be a viral prep, again, this bioweapon is, is created to act like a viral. And so when we treat it as a viral and we build the body's immune system so that it can protect against that, we are having good success as you are with your protocols in with natural medicine as well. So how then can people find out about you and find out about, you know, what their journey can be to be able to get on homeopathics 
Um, a lot of people are struggling in all different ways when it comes to this and other things. How can they find out more what they should do? Well, um, I don't put this information out on a website. I have to be very careful. I can't make claims, especially uh, for COVID or anything related to that. Uh, you well understand that. And I don't. I'm just saying I've seen some pretty good success, um, not 100%, uh, but but I am seeing some success. So if they're able to get in contact with you and you can forward me information, that's great. I don't mind giving my email out either uh, to people who are watching your podcasts, uh, which is nschu75856 at aol.com. So my email is nearly as old as I am. Yeah, way old school there. <laughs> So, uh, you know, having had that for a, a number of years, I have a lot of files and, and the history on there. So, but it is an old email and I do use it extensively. So, but that's a great way to get in touch. And then um, I have to, I have to, the viral prep kit is standard homeopathic remedies. So I don't worry about that at all. I'm happy to send that to people and it comes with written instructions uh, I think it's uh, $60 a set, which is all of that information or all of that uh, set is good for a family of four for six months. So that makes it very inexpensive. Uh, the Immunis Combo, which is what we provided for your son, is also a good remedy for a family of four for six months, provided that they're not dealing with an acute situation. And that was um, if they got the um, injection, right? Or having any kind of mad adverse reactions manifested by either being around those. But I'm, I'm seeing probably 80%, 70 to 80% of the people who are having some sort of reaction that when I sit down and I question them and they'll say, especially young kids, you know, how do you, how do you deal with a young kid who was with the grandparents over the holidays and the grandparents were jabbed and they hadn't seen each other prior. And now the kid has un uncontrollable nosebleeds or uncontrollable headaches or other pain or other issues going on. And now you administer that and, you know, lo and behold, things stop and I'm seeing that. Cool. Um, you know, I really think that our bodies are amazing and there's sometimes when people's bodies are able to counteract what's going on, but also there's people that are, their bodies aren't able to, but if you give it the, that proper, um, system that it needs to be able to, you know, get better and be able to have the systems working better, then it's like our bodies really are able to heal and to bounce back and be able to work and function like it should be. Yeah, I, I do believe that hundred percent, you know, as you, as I listened to Del Bigtree the other night, and as I listened to several other doctors, you know, I, the report is that natural immunity is 27 times stronger than the vaccine for COVID. And, and I'm just reciting that. You well, mean the thing that no one's talking about? The, yeah, the thing that no one's talking about, which if you translate that into really being a frequency presentation, there's no substitute for good health, which right. is what you do as a chiropractor, which what I do as a naturopath and homeopath. We, we're all working to get the same thing achieved. And that's overall good health because that's what resists the frequency. And now I, 
I'm, I'm introducing this week a 5G remedy specific in preparation for that 5G turn on or 5G release. And, and that's going to be critical as well. So I'm ramping up knowing that that's coming on. I, I, I just realized the date of release was supposed to be January 5th, like two days prior. But I'm so busy getting prepared to drive to St. George and, and have 29 students in a class and all the materials related to that, that I don't have time to really do anything about it now that I'm back home. And we do have a reprieve of a week and a half now. So you're saying that this is all supposed to hit on the 19th. So are you thinking that that last week or so of January, there's going to be a major either uptake in COVID cases or just there's going to be a a lot of of reactions going on? I think when they turn it on to the full power that we are going to see a lot of adverse reaction, yes. Uh, and, and, And it's going to affect the unvaccinated or rather let's call ourselves vaccine free. Okay. (laughs) Or or let's even use the term pure bloods. Uh, When, when we as pure bloods or vaccine free people, if if we manifest any comorbidities or we have any health issues, they are going to be exacerbated. A really good book, doc, if you haven't read this or I, and I'm just getting through it here right now and it's amazing, but it's called the invisible rainbow. And it's the life and history of electricity in the United States or the world, as a matter of fact. And it relates, uh, we know that even the 1918 uh, pandemic uh, back then was related to the new release of an electrical frequency. Um, I don't know exactly what it was. I'm not that far along in the book yet, but I've had several people report that to us over over the span of the last year as you know, coming across things randomly, and it is it is huge. So virtually every uptick in levels of, of uh, broadcast, uh, whether they're high-tension pylon towers, electrical transmission towers, or whether it's 2G, 3G, 4G, or now 5G and cell phones, but all of that has had an effect and is... Um, taking it's the advent of smart meters in people's homes for their utilities is has been a crucial factor in the long run as well. Now, isn't it crazy? A lot of the technology we don't think is, we think is just going to be uh, beneficial is it can be well, not beneficial for our health. You and I both know that the, the body is electrical and that in our central nervous system, we have all of the receptors, which is why, cannabidiols, CBDs are so beneficial is to connect those synapses and fire those. Mm-hmm. But when we suppress those or when we get those out of line, out of sequence, when we, when we don't have that electrical field operating properly, uh, our bodies are 70% water or more, as you well know. That's an ideal conductor of electricity along with sodium chloride salt, which hydrates us. That makes us, uh, we're we're total electrical beings. Everything that happens within our body, all of our motor skills, large, small thought processes, they're all electrical impulses, right? Well, when those are interfered with, it stands to reason that we're going to have trouble. 
Well, we appreciate you being on our podcast. Our time is coming to a close, but we want to thank you very much. Um, we have talked with, with Neil as well about um, presenting at our conference as well. We're hoping that that works out. He was checking schedules to make sure everything would work out. That 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 is the Be Healthy Utah Natural Health and Wellness Conference. It will be April 22nd and 23rd. But the, this is the type of presenters and the type of people that we will be having at the conference because we want people to have different perspectives and different opportunities to, hey, this, you know, there's things out there that work for people. And there's, you know, no one ever says, you know, anyone that says this is a thing that will cure everything, run from them. But you know what? Hey, this with this and this. There's so many opportunities and so many things that are out there that can that can help. And um, what Neil does can be very, very beneficial for so many people. And hopefully, you know, you can learn a little bit more from him and things that, that he's had to say. So thanks very much for being on our podcast. We appreciate your time. We know you're very busy. So thank you very much. Um, do you have anything else to say on? I just want to say so that um, if you need to, if you want to get a hold of Neil, you can just reach out to him on his email that he provided and you can learn um, more about protocols or about teaching or whatever it is that mm -hmm. you want to know from him. He can answer your questions there. That is kind of interesting that you don't have a website because you're trying to stay under the radar, right? Yeah, I, I, I am busy enough now. I don't need to advertise. I don't want to advertise. I don't want people misconstruing information out there like that. But let me let me make a final statement, Doc, oh, if you don't mind. And that is, is I, I firmly believe that the Lord has provided multiple ways. And, and I use the term often at least a half a dozen ways for us to fix any given problem or situation. And so I, I, I still want to reinforce what you just got through saying is that there are many ways to look at a problem. I certainly don't have a corner on that market. I don't want a corner on that market. I think that there are many ways to solve this issue. I just know what I was prompted to do and led to be there um, several years ago. And, and so that's my measure of fulfilling, fulfillment here today. I understand what I am to do. And, and so I have to be careful with that. I, again, don't want to make any claims, but we are seeing some good successes. Well, our family personally has been blessed because of your work. So thank you for that. And I know that you are, have helped many other people and you are going to, going to continue to help. So thank you for the service that you've also offered to our family and so many. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share. God bless us all. <laughs> all right. Thanks see so you later now. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. The more knowledge you have, the more you will be empowered to make the changes in your life. And because of this, your life will be elevated. Your health journey is between you and your doctor. This podcast is not meant to diagnose or treat any conditions. However, if your current health care provider is not meeting your health care goals, it is time to take control of your health. If you know anyone who can benefit from our podcast, please like, leave a review, and don't forget to share it with your family and friends. Together, let's take back our health.